Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast with me, Chanel Patrice Hancock here in Akron, Ohio, where it's um, November 3rd, 2020, Election Day here in the U.S. We're going to be voting for who's going to be president today, whether it's Donald Trump or Joe Biden. And I've already did my voting early, which was great. Um... I went down to the Board of Elections and caught two buses with my guide dog, Bono, and was allowed to go through the line. And it was it was a great experience. Um, you know, I used the talking voting machines independently and, you know, tore off the little ends of the paper and put it in the feeder and put the headphones on. And, you know, you have one Republican, one Democrat to make sure that, you know, everything loaded equally. And I just went and uh, I voted. It didn't take very long. And they even was kind enough to allow me to, you know, um, be walked back to my bus stop, which was right across the street from the Board of Elections. And um, I want to thank the people at the Board of Elections here in Akron for their service and making sure that everyone has an equal um opportunity to cast their vote whether they're using the voting machines because they're they're not able to read the ballot um or if they have a ballot thank you so much for taking the time to volunteer your time to make sure that we're able to exercise our right to vote under the first amendment of the constitution of the united states so thank you so much for everything you guys do it's greatly appreciated. Um, I also want to thank Anchor for uh, the two years of of sponsoring the podcast. I really appreciate it. Um, thank you so much. Um, and to you guys, thank you for continuing to listen to the show. This is episode 197. And this is going to be a fun um, episode because even though I, I did mix a little bit of politics, I usually don't talk about politics, but you know, I actually might just talk about, you know, today and, and the significance of today, just for me being an African-American, um, who's visually impaired and who believes that everyone's vote counts and yes we've had to deal with the pandemic for over seven months now going on eight months and 230,000 people have passed away due to coronavirus my friend included and you know we've had to deal with social distancing isolation um, you know, not being able to see friends or family, not being able to hug them. And yes, our lives worldwide have changed because of this virus. But it's also brought a lot of people together in ways that they wouldn't have been able to. And a lot of people out of their comfort zones to learn new technologies such as Zoom and Skype and, and be able to connect digitally. You know, we might be separated by continents, but we're not separated by, you know, the use of 
the internet and that makes the world a little bit smaller when you can talk to your friend from Beijing on a Zoom call. You know, we we wouldn't have been able to do that sort of thing like 25 years ago. And so technology has become a very important tool for us to be able to use in order to communicate with our friends and loved ones worldwide. And also, you know, people have been able to create podcasts based off of how they feel. They've been able to learn new languages. And that's another thing that I have to say I was quite impressed by is, you know, I've been since April learning different languages and it's going on November 3rd. And I have to say, you know, I've been deep into my language learning journey. I've been trying to review all kinds of languages, not only for the Michelle Thomas method, but for um, other people who wanted me to do other languages that I don't really learn on a daily basis, which I didn't mind doing because you have to have a variety of different languages. It can't just be the same family of languages, whether it's romance languages, European languages, so forth and so on. And to be honest, I was quite happy to do that. And there's a lot more languages I'm going to be reviewing before the end of the year is out. Um, we're almost reaching 200 episodes and, you know, I would have never thought in two and a half years, I would have had two, almost 200 episodes before Thanksgiving. And that says something to me on a personal note that I was able to accomplish this. You know, I didn't know if one person would have listened to my podcast, let alone you know, as many people that have, um, you know, thank you. I'm almost at 50 people. (laughs) Um, you know, I mean, I did go from like the teens to the twenties to the thirties. Now I'm in the forties. I did at one point have 108, but then come to find out, um, there was a glitch. And so technically I had like 20 something. But I'm growing, and that that means something to me. I mean, if I can get over 100 subscribers and keep it going, you know, I mean, I went, I don't have very many more listens to go before I hit the 17K mark. I, I really would love to get the 20K before New Year's Eve. That would be my goal. My ultimate goal is to get to that point. Um... You know, because I could have said, wow, I I did 10,000 listens in a year and a half, but I did 10,000 listens in 12 months or 14 months. That says something about my longevity and consistency. You know, creating a podcast and coming up with new ideas every week can be quite daunting because you don't want to repeat yourself. You don't want to say the same thing day in and day out. And, you know, I I 
go online and I participate in different conversations. And, you know, when I have a eureka moment where I find something that can be accessible and people can use it in order to be able to learn languages in a more fun and feel-free way, that, that says something. However, you know, right now, I've been completely distracted by the election. I, I, and I don't know anyone that hasn't been distracted by the 2020 election. And, you know, I voted for Joe Biden on the 7th of last month. And I took two buses to go down there I, um, to the Board of Elections off of Grant Street and the people there were very kind and I want to thank them for their their kindness and and their professionalism and for helping me whether it was helping me through the line while standing there which I didn't have to stand there very long I was allowed to go ahead of everybody and you know helping me get to the electronic um, station where I could put the ballot in to the feeder, put the headphones on and have Jaws read it to me and I would be able to independently vote, which was a great thing for me. You know, they had one Democrat, one Republican, so they could see me put it in and then they left me alone and they let me vote. And there was no intimidation factor. There was no, you know, snarling or growling. or It was very professional, very civil. And, and I have to say, it was something that I um, will never forget. Um, this is a time when our country is divided. Not only politically, religiously, socially, economically... And it's, it's sad. Um, you know, a lot of us feel that um, Donald Trump hasn't done anything for us. You know, uh, it's about the 1%. But then again, it's not even about them. It's about his ego. And that's just the personal opinion that I have. And I'm going to put a disclaimer right here. Um, this is my personal opinion and mine only. I, I do understand that there are people out there that support Donald Trump for president and probably will vote for him. And you have every right to vote for who you want. I'm not going to sway anybody. Um, you know, I'm not going to tell you who to vote for because that's your God-given right and opportunity to vote for who you think is going to be the better candidate. Um, you know, I've been Democrat all my life. I will never change parties. Um... But as a minority, as a woman, as someone that's um, a part of the LGBT community, as someone's a part of the disability community, um, as someone that is a woman um, that is, uh, you know, African-American, Irish descent, um, Native American descent, and uh, African descent, I feel personally that... This man has not done anything for me. Um, you know, and, and honestly, he's not really supposed to, in a lot of ways, um, 
you have to do it for yourself. Whether you want to learn a language, you know, no one can force you to learn anything or no one can force you to vote. You have to want to do that yourself. Uh, you know, I tell people, if you're going to complain about something, then vote first and complain later. Um, you can complain after you vote. If you don't vote, you can't complain because you weren't a part of the process to change society for the betterment of humanity at large. You know, and a lot of people feel like their vote doesn't count when it really does count. You know, there are people that are black, white, Italian, Irish, Asian, Latina, Arab, that fought for the rights of minorities, especially women, to vote. And we are standing on 100 years of the Suffrage Act and the 19th Amendment being passed a year ago, 100 years ago, in 1919, for women to have the right to vote. And it took 70 years in order for that to take place. And unfortunately, there are still people that feel that they don't, their vote doesn't count because of the misinformation that they're getting on the airwaves. You know, you can listen to Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or um, Al Jazeera, BBC, so forth. But those are just opinions from different people. You have to be able to find the truth within the information, fact check everything that's said, because not everything that someone says is going to be factual. A lot of things that Donald Trump says is not factual. People actually have to fact check everything he says, and none of it adds up. And it's sad when you have someone representing the free world that doesn't know what they're talking about. And it's, it's sad when, you know, a person can be demoralizing to women and minorities and people that are disabled and LGBT people. We're all human beings. And so, therefore, God made us, whatever you may believe, um, whether you're Jewish or Christian or you're Muslim or you know, Buddhist or what, whatever your faith is. And I respect all faiths. Trust me on that one. Um, you, it's not right to, um, degrade people because they don't think on the same lines as you do. And, you know, a lot of people here in the U.S. are voting because they feel that they, their concerns haven't been addressed by Donald Trump. And I knew that that was going to happen from day one when he got in the office four years ago. And, and unfortunately, I'm happy to see that people are getting out there and they're voting. Even the people that are voting for the first time that was born in 2002 when they're 18 they're voting. And that says volumes. We need more young people to vote. We need more young people to be a part of the process to change what it means to be an American. You know, the American dream is different to everybody. 
you know, whether you live in public housing and you're on disability and that's all you can afford, you know, because it's difficult for you to find employment. Um, and, you know, whether, you know, you're, you have roommates and you guys have, you know, low income jobs and you're just, you're making it work. Whether you're living in a mansion in Santa Barbara, you're making it work. Your version of the American dream is what your version of the American dream is and no one can take it away from you. You know, no one can take your education away because once you learn something, you can't unlearn it. You know, you can take all the materialistic things away from somebody, but they can always start over. Just like you can learn a language and you can forget a lot of it, but that doesn't mean you forgot all of it. That just means that it's dormant. And so therefore, if you pick it back up a few months later, you might remember more information than you did before you stopped learning that language you know, before you took a break from that language. And, and you know, being 43 years old, you know, dealing with my own health issues, you know, just finding out I have allergies to trees, weeds, mold, dust mites, and cats, which I never had before. But now, you know, I, I, I understand. I have to take some Flonase and I got to take some Allegra. And... You know, that works for me. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, you try everything else and it doesn't work. And you try something else that you've never tried before and it, it helps your symptoms get better. You know, and it makes you more focused and more clear to be able to study the languages you want. I mean, because I was in agony for three months with nothing but sinus pressure. And and I woke up after the 4th of July with it. And it was hell. And, and I was in agony. And I saw two ENTs. And I got an MRI. And I got a CAT scan. And, oh, it was just hell. But, you know, my faith in God and my faith in myself that this, I could prevail. And I finally got to see an allergist. Like, three months later? <laughs> Going on four months later, and I found out what I was allergic to, and why I was breaking out, why I was itching, and why I had all these problems. And if I would have known I could have taken Flonase and Allegra, I would have been gotten it. I mean, I was taking everything: ibuprofen, Sudafed, knockoff Sudafed, Romaline. Um, I j- I was taking it all, and nothing worked. Other than getting my nose cleaned out because of mucus and because it was congested. And I actually had to change ENTs because the first one really didn't know what to do. But the second one did. And, you know, sometimes it always takes, you know, a second opinion in order for you to be able to to get your problems fixed. You know, whether it's your car whether it's, you know, your house or the internet or whatever it is, you know, always look for a second opinion because the first person may have some ideas, but may not know how to implement them very well. And that's fine. (laughs) You know, I always believe in having a second opinion about everything. But 
overall, it did not deter me from trying to learn languages. Now, I mean, yes, was my focus of concentration was a little off. Yeah, I mean, I had air coming out of my head and out of my eyes and and you know I had pressure going all the way down my body and and that was because my body was in shock and my nose was congested and I just had pressure going all on my face no drainage no itchiness or nothing like that but it was it was hell and I had never experienced that before and and dealing with that all summer going into the fall and then find out that you're allergies are seasonal yeah I mean it does kind of alter your life a little bit but I didn't let it get to me I just kept trying to create more episodes for you guys and try to learn the languages um you know in order to review them for you guys and that kept me going even with this crazy election process in 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 the coronavirus and my friend passing away and then another friend of mine dying of a massive heart attack at the end of the summer and a cousin dying of a massive heart attack back at the end of April and then my friend's grandmother almost two weeks ago passing away of coronavirus. It's it's and then finding out today that another friend of mine's family member got coronavirus. I'm like You know, there's so much negativity going on right now. You don't know what to do with yourself. Your head is just spinning. But what I find to be a source of pure joy is to be able to hang out with people that enjoy positive things, such as language learning. You know, I got to go to the Polyglot Gathering online And that was my first experience with that event. Then I went to the NFB online, and that was awesome. And then I went and did Women in Language, and that was a lot of fun. And I also got to interview a lot of cool people, and I got to review a lot of languages, especially languages I wouldn't have normally reviewed Um, And I got to be on a panel on International Podcast Day. And I was, it was for language learning podcasts. And I was the only American female that was African-American disabled to have her podcast represented on International Podcast Day. And we had 60 podcasters from 26 countries. And I was one of them. And it was just an amazing thing for me. I wasn't expecting that. And I mean, when there is bad things going on in the world, a lot of good can come out of it. And a lot of good came out of it for me in spite of everything I was going through. People dying left and right. Um, My sinus issue problem all summer. I didn't stop my love of languages and podcasting. I just kept going because it fueled me to keep going. You know, you can't prevent people from dying. You can enjoy them while they're here. And when they're gone, you can remember the good times and cherish that and know that they would be happy for you that you're doing so well. Because once you get to the end of your life, you can sit back and say, I did everything I wanted to do. I have no regrets. And that's what I want to say at the end of my own life, you know, whenever that is. 
you know, uh, if I lived to be 95, I could sit there and say, hey, when I was 43, I had a podcast show and I did this. And, you know, and it would be in the airways for people to be able to cherish from time to come and beyond. And, you know, I'm very happy about that. I also was happy because I got to be a part of this year's Polyglot Conference Global Online Event hosted by Richard Simcott and Anya Spelker and Tetsu Young of Langfest and you talk and I was quite happy because I got to meet so many people it was 10 days and I always wanted to speak and even though I was sick even though I had sinus pressure issues in my head and face I recorded a 30 minute video and now I get to see what people, you know, reactions are to my video and, you know, people liked it and I met a lot of cool people and from like Iran and Qatar and Turkey and just all over the place, Malay. It was a beautiful, beautiful experience for me those 10 days. I mean, I even fell asleep in the moon room while being logged in online. So for me, that meant something. You know, that type of camaraderie and and acceptance. You know, I mean, people liked me for me, not because I had a disability or anything like that. It was me, the human being. And for the first time, I felt accepted. Because when you're visually impaired and part of you is still sighted, but not all the way sighted. And then the other part is blind, not totally blind. It's like you're stepping into two different worlds and you kind of feel like you belong, but you kind of feel like you don't belong because you're not totally blind, but you're not 100% sighted. You're in the middle and it can be confusing sometimes as to where you fit in. And, you know, I, I want to thank Richard and Anya and everybody for that wonderful conference. And I can't wait until next year. It's, it's going to be lovely um, to watch. And, you know, right now I'm just looking forward to finding out what the results are going to be for the U.S. election. Um, you know, whether if Trump gets in for another four years, which I cringe on that, um, because he really doesn't have a plan, um, at all, as far as I'm concerned, but that's just my personal opinion. Um, and and trust me, you know, this is somebody where if you sit there and you criticize him, he doesn't like it. He acts like a six-year-old and and that, that's not the type of commander-in-chief I want for this country. And as a voter, as this being my sixth election, presidential election, I, I want to say, you know, I will not um, tolerate our country being destroyed, pretty much, from someone that really didn't want the job to begin with. You know, and and it's just, it's a very sad thing. And, um, you know, I know that Joe Biden would do a better job. And that he has empathy for people. And that he's not malicious and evil and, 
you know, he cares about people in general. That's just the type of person he is. And Kamala Harris is going to make a great vice president. And to be honest, I think that this is going to be a great match. And I can't wait to see what happens later tonight. And I just urge people, whatever political divide you're on, remember this is an election. Your voice does matter. But whoever wins and whoever loses, please bow out gracefully. Do not try to cause more division than what we already have. We want to come together and heal as a country, not become more divided. We don't need that. We need to come together. We're in the middle of a global pandemic that is affecting everybody worldwide. And the world is waiting for us to come back together so we can work together again as a global community, a global family. And this is why I love the language learning community because we take out the politics, we take out the religion, and we look at people as people. And we study languages because we want to, not because we have to. We're not being paid to do this. This is a hobby. We're doing it because we want to make a difference communicating in someone else's language, one language at a time. Whether it's Finnish, Turkish, Swahili, Zulu, Igba, Somali, Punjabi, Bengali, Tibetan, Mandarin, Cantonese, Thai, Malay, Japanese, Vietnamese, English, French, German, Dutch, Swedish, Norwegian, Danish, Spanish, Italian, Brazilian Portuguese, European Portuguese. Greenlandic, Faroese, Sami. We're speaking in order to bridge the communication gap between people, borders, nations, so we can be one global family, not separate but connected by the power of the word, the phrase, the idiom, the slang expression. Just knowing Mehaba, Kifik, Sepheti, Han Amrika, U Lebanon. Isme Chanel Han Be America Yom U Anna Men Akron, Ohio Han America Shukran Afan Sepheti Me Salame Chufik Subheti U Subhet Han Polyglot 
world. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. This is a very special episode, and I just want to put a disclaimer. These are my personal opinions. Um, This is how I feel about what's going on right now. And so I hope that everyone's safe and happy and healthy. I want that for everybody in the world, especially here in the U.S., And I hope that everyone's able to vote for who they want. And I pray that regardless of who the winner is, we can come together as a country and as a people. So we can continue to make the world a better place for everybody as a global family, whether you study languages or not. Love you guys. Shatim Duraman Ulan Duman Oriva Mezumi. Remember to subscribe, rate, and review the podcast on all platforms where podcasts are downloaded. Thank you so much, and I will see you guys in the next episode of. Chanel's Language Learning Journey podcast. And finally, remember, language learning is a journey, not a race. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the podcast. Au revoir, tout le monde.